Hello, 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 marketers! Welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing News, and I am your host, Sanadhya Baveja. Well, last to last week, I shared the news on Instagram co-watching feature. Did you guys check that out? Uh, you know, by any chance, did you get a chance to just use it with your friends? And if you did, then let me know your opinions around it. I did use it, and me and my friends find it quite fascinating. If you guys share the same opinion, then do let me know in the comments below and if you don't even if you don't please share your opinions without further ado let's dive straight into the news of this week first section is from google and first news is from google there is only one news this time google's ads data hub is testing audience lists for display campaigns and also has added some new features let's see what they are so if you aren't aware of what is google ads data hub then let me tell you that it is the analytics and measurement platform for google campaign data so google ads data hub confirmed that it is beta testing audience activation for display campaigns mind it display campaigns okay it has reduced the latency from 24 to 48 hours down to 6 hours for display and youtube ads data So this is the latest update which they have done in the background. Users will soon be able to link their Google Ads campaign manager and display and video 360 accounts to Ads Data Hub on their own. Okay? So guys you will be able to create multi-tier multi-tier account structure as well. This capability will be available in the coming weeks for all you marketers out there. The sandbox texting environment is available to all customers now in this Google Ads Data Hub. So it has a data set available for testing query, writing and get a better sense of what you can do with your own data. So guys, this is a very good opportunity to tap into and I think if you are a good marketer, you know where to go and check this out. There are more than 20 templates for co- common types of analysis run in adh google confirmed it is testing the ability to build audience lists based on clicks or conversions from google ads campaign manager and display and video 360 so those audiences could then be activated for display campaigns in google ads and display and video 360 it does not cover audiences on google search youtube or other google o&o inventory i'll give you an example of this one so for example If you guys are creating an audience list in Ads Data Hub of users that have already purchased your product, then use that as an exclusion list to ensure that you don't continue to show them your ads served via Google Ads and Display and Video 360. So let me know in the comments below if you see or if you use Data Hub or you know you come across this for the or you have just come across Google Ads Data Hub for the first time because I sure did when I was covering it for the first time. Moving on to YouTube. So guys, YouTube has launched a video builder. Google has made its free YouTube video builder available for beta access. This tool lets businesses animate static assets like text, images and logos with music and transitions for ads on YouTube. It will allow businesses with less multimedia experience or resources to generate quick video ads. So guys, it is still in beta. So if you want to access it then you need to request this access and you can go there 
by clicking the link in the description below. Videos can either be 6 or 15 seconds in length and the customization options include layouts, colors, fonts and the ability to add a logo and integrate music from YouTube's free audio library. Well guys, my personal advice is if you want to build video ads, you can try these things as well. For example, Legend app, Quick app and Adobe Spark Post app and all of these are available in mobile and you can use them to create your own video ads. I have used them in order to quickly check the messaging with next to nothing cost. Well, moving on, YouTube is testing new option named video chapters that would display creator submitted descriptions of relevant sections of their videos within the playback timeline along the bottom of the video post. The playback timeline seems to be sectioned into variable chapter lengths, which when highlighted expand the specific timeline section and provide a description of what that segment is exactly about. Guys, it seems like it helps the viewers with more context and information associated with a particular time in your video. So it is basically making timestamps a little bit more specific and more official. Video chapters usually utilize the timestamps data that you publish in your description. I don't want to say usually, but I guess that's the only source which they are utilizing as of now. So guys, in future, it might be used for YouTube SEO purposes as well. So I think if you aren't already doing this, then you should start segmenting videos with a timestamp in your description. Moving on to our social media section where Facebook is testing longer lasting stories. So according to a new discovery by reverse engineering expert Jane Manchun Wong, Facebook is testing a new option that would enable users to keep their Facebook stories active for up to 3 days as opposed to the current 24-hour expiry. This move does make sense as it appeals to Facebook's audience which is older on average than the other platforms and therefore less familiar with the stories process in itself. Let's see how this plays out. I am not sure how it will in the future as this concept is totally reversed to the basic idea of the story in itself. Let me know in the comments below as to how you feel about the same. In other update, a new potential reach measure or we call it matrix which will represent an estimate of the size of the audience that is eligible to see an ad has been added to Facebook ads library listings. Up till now. You could somewhat estimate this manually based on the ad spend and audience targeting, but the new listings will make it easier to sort ads based on their potential reach and potential influence. And you will get a better understanding of each campaign guys. Facebook will also now group similar ads together within the library and this will make it easier to find related ad content. In addition to this, it has also added more filters to better enable ad searches. The capacity to search by IG handle is a new and a key addition on this front. So go ahead and do check that out. Facebook is trying really hard in this fight against the battle with coronavirus. 
This week, Messenger launched WHO Health Alert Bot to provide users with accurate and timely info about COVID-19 information. The new chatbot, which can be accessed via the WHO Facebook page or via the Messenger link, will make it easier for users to get up-to-the-minute information direct from the WHO at any time. It is essentially the same tool that WhatsApp launched with WHO last month, which is also being used to provide data to government agencies to distribute key updates about the pandemic. Moving to the next news in line, Facebook will provide group admins with the capacity to mute selected group members for up to 28 days now. If you are a group admin, then you will now have two new options for muting individual members, 14 days and 28 days. After launching Tuned last week, Facebook launches new app named Kit for Apple Watch. It aims to help users keep in touch with those most important to you without constantly needing to pick up your phone. Guys, this app allows you to send variety of messages with just one tap, including voice recordings, emoji, location sharing, scribbles, and even dictation input, similar to how using iMessages on your Apple Watch works as of today. However, these messages are being sent over Facebook's own messenger services and not SMS or iMessage. There is available data to support this trend on Instagram. For example, previous research has shown that around 85% of the messages shared via direct are distributed among the three friends as opposed to broader groups. Facebook has also reported the shift towards messaging over public social media posting, which shows that people are getting more insular with their conversation and this is what is happening, rather than broadcasting their message to the whole group or public. Moving on to Instagram, where Instagram is working on an option to simulcast Instagram live streams to Facebook as well. According to a new discovery by Alessandro Paulazzi, if I'm pronouncing him rightly, Instagram is testing an option that would enable you to simultaneously cast your Instagram live session over to your Facebook page as well. Essentially, broadcasting to your audience on both platforms at the same time is a good option to have and this could greatly expand your live stream reach and make it more appealing option. And as we are on the topic of live stream, Instagram live stream is now available on desktop. After rolling out access to direct messages via the web last week, Instagram is now also giving the users the option to view Instagram live broadcasts on desktop PCs, which comes with a new less intrusive format and URLs to cross promote your streams. So you won't be seeing all those comments getting scrolled inside your live feed. This is what they have done. On one side, like there would be two partition, on one side there would be a video of the live stream and on the other one the comments would be coming down. So it would be less intrusive that way. Providing desktop access also adds another important element, a separate URL for your live broadcast. So that means that when you do go live, you can now cross promote your stream on other platforms as well with a direct link as opposed to simply directing your fans to head over to Instagram and you know check your stream. So now you can professionally put the link across all the platforms and everyone would be able to join you. Now, putting our attention to IGTV, 
where there are a lot of updates and this one is the first the IGTV home screen will now feature a popular creator up at the top in a sort of showcase frame the creator highlighted to you will be based on your usage so instagram is also adding a new discover tab providing a more specific way for users to navigate the app and likely highlight the top creators once again so up till now your IGTV search options have been limited and largely defined by the content you are already engaged with but a new explore option could help to boost discovered by giving users more specific control over what they see so instagram is also adding a new hands free recording mode to provide new capture options so you can tap the video icon on the top left corner to create and upload videos on the IGTV instantly it is also adding an important cross promotional update as well now when an IGTV creator posts a link to their IGTV video in their Instagram story the first 15 seconds of the video will play with a swipe up link to see the rest as opposed to the current freeze frame from the IGTV clip in another element of the broader IGTV push Instagram is also adding a new option to easily upload the video of your Instagram live streams to IGTV after completion of the broadcast so basically Instagram is also setting up a lot of options in order to get you monetized because of IGTV they had got really high hopes uh, initially when they launched IGTV but IGTV hasn't hasn't delivered anything till now and that's why Instagram is pushing it again to see if they are able to survive it and putting in some more options in order to lure the creators over to this particular platform and monetize it. Moving on, Instagram is testing a new challenge sticker for stories which would enable users to call on their connections to participate in visual competitions, prompting more engagement eventually. The challenge sticker would be added to the regular sticker tray in stories. So when they are applied, you would be then prompted to tag friends to participate. There's also an option to search challenges within the hashtag field based on the trending content, which appears as a dialog box or the search bar at the bottom of your mobile. Do you feel this is a way of Instagram to combat the wide popularity of TikTok? or the gaining popularity of TikTok. Let me know in the comments below if you feel the same or you feel like that. So guys, next update is for SMB owners who are hugely affected by COVID-19. So Instagram has added gift card, ordering and fundraising tools to help businesses. So after they were spotted in testing last month, Instagram has now officially announced this addition of its new gift cards, food orders and fundraiser tools for stories and profiles, which will provide businesses impacted by COVID-19 shutdowns with another way to generate income during the ongoing crisis. So businesses can share new gift cards, food order and fundraising stickers and stories and on their profiles. When you see gift cards or, order or food orders, you can tap to make your purchase through the partner's site. Fundraisers when tapped will open the Facebook to a personal fundraiser created by the business owners or their supporters. So the new gift card and food ordering options are available in US and Canada starting today and will be rolled out globally in coming weeks. Moving on to Pinterest, where Pinterest expands partner program to help more brands maximize their pin efforts. 
with shopping activity on the rise on pentonet amid covid-19 lockdowns the company has this week announced an ex- expansion of its pinterest partner program so with a range of new additions to assist brands with their own platform advertising e-commerce creative elements and much more so pinterest wants to become the destination for personalized shopping with a broad range of artisans and handmade products which appear in search results alongside more familiar brands and this news is very big so i haven't covered it over here i would request you to refer to the show notes and go through the article which i have linked over there because this is a very big news which i could have covered over here moving on to reddit reddit updates its political ad policy so the first addition is a new rule which will require politician to leave comments you know switched on on their advertisement on for like it has to be on for all of their ads for at least first 24 hours after the launch of that particular ad in addition to this reddit has also announced a new subreddit dedicated to political ads transparency so this will list you know, list down all the political ad campaigns running on reddit with data which is you know since january 1st 2019 what do you think about the same let me know in the comments below if this will increase the transparency or do you think there is another way or there is there are more ways through which they can increase transparency also i hope you all are aware of what has happened to the affiliate marketing program from amazon and if you are not then i am attaching a youtube video which covers exactly that in detailed manner check that out if you want you know clarity on the same or what has changed or how how much impacted you would be from that and just go ahead and check that particular youtube video out Well thanks for sticking around and here's a bonus for you if you are the owner of an SMB then Pinterest invites SMBs to share their small business stories with them and if you'd like to see your brand being featured on Pinterest shop then you can definitely go ahead and submit it i have linked the page in the show notes where you can click and submit the story so it would be great way to set up another channel you know in order to hit the revenue goals Anyway this was all for the week and if you find this particular show useful then do share it with your friends subscribe to the channel and leave your valuable comments below and i definitely want feedback from you guys thank you guys stay healthy stay safe stay indoors bye bye